Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. We've got Joe Potter in the studio. She's an American uh, singer, songwriter, musician, and she's been in Singapore for four years. How can you stand this kind of weather, Joe? Well, I'm from Miami, so oh, okay. like you know, like it's for me. This is like just like home. I mean, like I always make the joke, like you know, Singapore is like Miami, but without the guns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, I love. I, I, it reminds me of home. I love the humidity. I love the heat. Um, I actually get cold really quickly. Mm. So, you know, um, and I've lived in other places, um, not just here in, in Singapore. I've actually lived in South Korea for a couple of years. Okay. Um, before that, I, I lived in Europe. I lived in Switzerland for five years. And just it's freezing. It's, uh, you know, and I run really warm. So it's it's nice. Singapore is just a perfect weather for me. And the thing is, I love the humidity because it does wonders to your skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. <laughs> it ruins everything else. Um, you mentioned you lived in Korea. Let's pick up on that one. Okay. What do you think about K-pop? I've got to say this. I'm going to admit this now. I do not understand K-pop at all uh, in terms of the mass appeal because I can't understand what it's trying to do or, you know, it, it's just the same. All of them sounds the same. Yeah. So from my perspective, again, you know, we're talking about it's exactly like we were speaking about before. It's sort of like a, an extension of Britney Spears. It's all packaged and it's all real sort of, um, you know, it's it's like uh, sweet candy. You mm-hmm. know, like if you're looking for a steak, you're not going to be looking for K-pop. Um, but, you know, it really caters to that market and, and Japan as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Japan also does this, J-pop. J-pop. Um, but what's interesting about these two is that when you when you go to um, Japan, they they still have their like you know their other genres where K-pop is so overwhelming. Um, when I lived there for like two and a half years, it's funny people would ask me, "Hey, did you hear this new music or whatever?" And I was like, "Man, I had a blackout moment because like <laughs> I I had no music whatsoever except K-pop, mm-hmm. so I just turned it off. Like it right. was just." There's only so much of it I can take. But the phenomenon of K-pop, comparing it to J-pop, which didn't really spread all over the world. With K-pop, it's in Korean. Yes, it's catchy, but it has reached the farthest places of the world. And young people are listening to it like it was the Beatles back in the good old days. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with it. But I think it's just a phase. I think it's a trend. Um, and it's I, been a long phase when you think about it. Yeah. Almost two decades now. Yeah, I mean, it's I, you know, I, I can see, again, the value of where and, and the target. Mm-hmm. But I think that it, you're, you're constantly approaching the, the tweenagers and the teenagers and, you know, like sort of the young Adult, and I think that as people grow, you start to then develop. It's just like your 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 palate, right? So it's like you know, when I was younger, I was okay. I gotta admit this again. I was listening to Debbie Gibson, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like Tiffany, Tiffany. and Tommy Page and all these guys. Uh-huh. Some of them didn't grow up or didn't continue to to mature in their career to change. Unlike right. people like Madonna or Cher, which I listened to as well, but they evolve correct with their core audience i think they became more mature right is this happening with k-pop you think um i think that it's it's just 
again, it, it just targets that like that demographic. So when you get older, you change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, and a great example would be Rod Stewart, right? Mm. If you look at like from a young career, Rod Stewart, he was a rocker. Like, right. You know, he rocked it out, and then and now as he's gotten older, he started he's, singing ballads like yeah Yeah, he's 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 doing like tony bennett stuff so like i think it's just natural like as you get older Mm -hmm. but you know there's still a huge amount like now we're talking about business right Right. like this is not music friends this is music business and if you can find a way to continue to make money off of that demographic which is easy to do it will perpetuate it will just keep going and that's why it's been going on for 20 years so the thing is, so you had K-pop who's doing that tween demographic, and then you, you you have more mature singers who are growing with their demographics that they grew up with. Let's take a look at Lady Gaga, for example. Oh, prime yeah. example started yeah, yeah. something like K-pop, and now she's onto something very different. Yeah, that that's a, a very good analogy because she was doing something that was very pop orientated. She's still sort of a pop singer, a pop very you know, attention grabbing. But her latest song was wow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and shallow. Yeah, man, and, and she's just and and not only that, but she's got some serious talent behind her. Like she's yeah. she, she she writes. She and her vocal range is amazing. Like I'm not a big fan of her early work. Me neither. Yeah, not uh, a big fan. But like I. Dig what she's like her her um, she's she's an artist. Right. You can see that she's an artist growing in that that way, um, and it, it it you can see that because she's already now starting to reach out to a much broader audience. Mm-hmm. You'll see that people that are not just young are gravitating towards her. You have me gravitating. <laughs> I mean, when she started singing with uh, Tony Bennett. That's yeah. when I started noticing, wow, she's actually something else. Yeah, she's got some pipes. Yeah. That girl's got some serious vocal range. And it's it's you know, and, and not just that, but again, like the way she she's you know, she's writing and I I don't know if if um if it was intended, like she was breaking, like mm-hmm. she broke in her career to just you know, Grab sort of, attention. Yeah, right? and then she morphed into being something that was a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Um but she did, like, you know, Great concept. Kudos for her from a business perspective of how she she transformed herself into that. Which, you know, whether she planned it or not, it it seems like it's very similar to what Madonna did in the 80s as well, to grab your attention and be a candy pop singer with her first few uh, yeah. song choices and then evolve into something more deeper and more serious. Or even Pink. I mean, if you look at Pink, Pink yes. I remember Pink when she came out and she was doing like – Straight up R and B, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then she evolved into doing like this pop rock. I mean, like she has really evolved as an artist as well. So I think it just depends upon you know what you are and and what you're trying to do and and how you can evolve. You might just be that one trick pony and be a, a Debbie Gibson, and <laughs> you know, like no, no disrespect to her because she she wrote all her stuff, she produced all her stuff. You know, she went on to Broadway. Mad respect for her in that way. So she grew as a, a different. So her path was just different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but in that same way, you can you can still be that artist. But from a K-pop perspective, there are some that like break out and then go into their own artistry form. We which just is, don't hear about them yeah. because they're drowned out by how loud K-pop is. Yeah, and I also think because you know, there's there it's it's very um, inclusive. Mm. Um, you don't you don't see that there there may not be as much reach. 
because you know they might have deeper meanings, but you can't associate with it because it's all in Korean. And right. do you speak Korean? No, I don't. And neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I don't understand K-pop. But Joe. Joe, you've been in Singapore for four years. Apart from loving the weather and the humidity, what is it in Singapore that made you stay for this long? Uh, the music scene in Singapore, is it something that is active? Well, I mean, first of all, you, yeah. I mean, th- there's there's two parts of that question I'll, I'll address. So um, as most musicians do, I do have a another job, mm-hmm. and that's what's taken ah, me. So okay. I've... I've, I'm sort of a, what you would call, um, uh, yeah, it's a dual career for okay. me. Um, I have a corporate, straight up sales job, very high level, mm-hmm. um, that's taken me also around the world. And then I also have this very serious music career in tandem. Um, and it's, it's like, I, I can only describe it as like sort of Superman and Clark Kent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, you know, so like my, I got this rock star thing. I, I do go around the world. I performed at the Montreux Jazz Festival. I've opened up for the Go Go's. I've, I've done like some really major stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully next year I will be playing F1. Yeah. Uh, if, if things go well with the record, I might just be playing F1. Guys, um, if you're listening, okay, Joe Potter is here. Get in touch with her or me if you want to. <laughs> I'll be your agent. Ten percent. Ten percent. That's fine with me. <laughs> um, so you know that's that's sort of what's uh, brought me here okay. in some regards. But uh, I do want to address the music, um, the the local scene here. And I got to tell you, I've been able to. Uh, I do have a band here, mm-hmm. and I do have musicians that I play with here because I I played at the Esplanade. Uh, the concert hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had, I like using local musicians where wherever I'm at. So when I lived in Switzerland, I used local musicians there. When I lived in Korea, did uh, some concerts there, some big concerts there. I used Korean musicians, um, and now I'm here. I've got a, I've got a band here. Um, the the talent that is here on the local scene mm-hmm. is crazy good. Like, it is absolutely amazing. And that's one of the things I, I'm a huge big fan of Singapore. Like, I have nothing bad to say about Singapore at all. I love living here. Well, coming from um, Miami, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you can't, you can't go much wrong, you know, coming from Miami. But, um, you know, like the, the local scene, mm-hmm. I think what's unfortunate is that it's, it's really, um, um, encapsulated. Right. So it's hard to find, you know, like it's it's hard for them to sort of like get out um, because you know Singapore's so small. There's only been a few artists that that really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also some mate. It's funny because you tell me you're from the Philippines. Major major talent out of the Philippines. Like I don't know what they're doing out there. I to don't, like they're producing. They're just born with it. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like the the musical talent that I've seen come out of the Philippines, just. Outrageous. Mm-hmm. Just outrageous. But yet they can't break out of the regional or the international scene for some reason, unlike what the Koreans are doing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I, I'm not sure exactly what that is. I'm not certain. I think, you know, a lot of it, um, you know, I, I, I can only say that the, the for me, the big thing was um, Gangnam Style when that came out. <laughs> and I think and everybody sort of laughs. But, you know, the reason why I think that that came out so fun, like so, so, uh, so well and mm-hmm. so popular is because it was it was catchy. It was. But the video like it was the video that made it go viral and right. he was having a really good time with it. 
So I think that that's a big reason um, why, and I think that that's also helped perpetuate K-pop. I see. Very interesting. Gangnam Style. There you go, guys. Think about something nice and quirky that will have mass appeal outside of your comfort zone, and that's your breakout into the international scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's... It's something that is, yeah, like, you know, I mean, I remember, like, God, this is going to date myself, but like weird Al Yankovic. You're right. And, you know, and he, he was coming out with like some really just off the wall stuff, but it's, it's so, and actually, he's a really good songwriter. Mm -hmm. Like, he's actually a really, really good songwriter, but that was his shtick. Um, and that's been going on forever. Like, that's been going on for, like, even from like the, the 20s or the 30s, you look, there's always like that one, I mean, even, we were just talking about me writing a Christmas song, but like, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, like, everybody knows that <laughs> song because it's so quirky. Like, you know, it's it's stuff like that, right, mm-hmm. that can also catapult you into viral and into the limelight. Very interesting perspectives, uh, Joe, that you shared with us this morning. Joe Potter is an American musician, and we heard her song tonight earlier on uh, this morning here on Money FM. Have a good Sunday, Joe. Thank you very much for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.